Welcome to episode 19 in the Lives of the Saints, second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Joseph of Arimathea, whose feast day is July 25th. The musical theme for the second series is Horatio Nelson's hymn from All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D., played to the tune Aurelia, primarily remembered as the tune for the Church's One Foundation. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords.com, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and for use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. St. Joseph of Arimathea is mentioned in all four canonical Gospels. He is called Joseph of Arimathea after the Judean city of his birth, mentioned in Luke 23, verse 51, and identified by the 4th century church historian Eusebius as Ramathaeum Zothim, mentioned in in relationship to King David and Samuel in 1 Samuel 19. The city no longer exists under that name. Other historians cite several other cities as being biblical Arimathea. The illustration for this and the next two slides is an opaque watercolor over graphite on gray wove paper by the French artist James Tissot, part of his Life of Christ series of Bible illustrations now at the Brooklyn Museum. These were painted in the last two decades of the 19th century. According to St. Matthew, he was a, quote, wealthy Israelite, or so Matthew calls him in Matthew 27, verse 57. St. Luke calls him in Luke 23, 50, quote, a good and just man, unquote. St. Mark further tells us that Joseph of Arimathea was, quote, looking for the kingdom of God. St. John said he was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, that comes from John 19.38, perhaps meaning those whom John describes in John 2.23 and 24, who kept their belief in Jesus to themselves. St. Mark and St. Luke say that he was a counselor, which in the New Testament Greek is bulletis, meaning a member of the Sanhedrin, the supreme body among the Jews. St. Mark also remarks that he was a, quote, respected member of the council. He must have been absent from the meeting in which Jesus was found guilty of blasphemy by a unanimous vote and sentenced to death, since St. Luke reports that St. Joseph did not consent to the decree of the council, or perhaps he was there and cast the dissenting vote, which couldn't be because it says unanimous. You'll find the account in Mark 14, verse 64, and Luke 23, verse 51. Jesus was crucified and died on the cross on Good Friday. Under Jewish law, a dead body must be buried before the Sabbath begins. Joseph of Arimathea, putting his wealth and perhaps his life at risk, asked for and received permission from Pilate to remove Jesus' body from the cross and prepare it for burial, 
an account of which you'll find in Mark 15, verses 43 to 45, and John 19, verse 38. The illustration is a 14th century Byzantine Orthodox icon descent from the cross at the Church of St. Marina, or officially the Agia Marina, at Kalapanagiatis in Greece. In the island of Greek island of Cyprus, Saint Joseph of Arimathea is at right center in a green robe holding the body of Christ. The Blessed Virgin Mary is at Saint Joseph's right, her face pressed against Jesus. The saint in the bottom right could be Nicodemus. Saint John reported that joined by Nicodemus another prominent Jew who had become a believer in Jesus, Joseph took Jesus' body to Joseph's own newly carved tomb, which we find an account of in John 19, verse 3. He and Nicodemus washed the Lord's body, anointed it with spices which had been brought by Nicodemus, and wrapped it in linen. The illustration, including two close-up details of The figure of Joseph of Arimathea from the main work is Lamentation Over the Dead Christ, a work in oil on wood panel painted in 1495 A.D. by the Italian Renaissance painter Pietro Perugino, which now hangs in the Palazzo Pitti in Florence, Italy, in which we see Joseph of Arimathea at Jesus' feet and the smaller detail of the head and face of Joseph of Arimathea. The church since the early centuries has interpreted Joseph's action as fulfillment of part of the suffering servant prophecy from Isaiah 53, verse 9, And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. The illustration is an 11th century mosaic of Isaiah at the Neomoni Monastery on the Greek island of Chios. Later, many legends grew up around the life of Joseph Matthea in the years after the burial. In the book, The Acts of Pilate, a 2nd century book which includes a section which is often called the Gospel of Nicodemus, there is more detail about the burial. The Acts of Pilate and the included Gospel of Nicodemus were later rejected as false. The technical term is New Testament Apocrypha and are not accepted as canonical scripture. Centuries later, in the early 12th century, a legend arose that with Mary Magdalene, Joseph of of Arimathea went to Gaul and then to England, eventually reaching Glastonbury in southwest England in the county of Somerset, where his walking stick is said to have grown into a tree called the Glastonbury Thorn. Other traditions have the two traveling onward into Scotland. Other stories of the same time period make him the custodian of the Holy Grail, with some having him take it to King Arthur's court. The illustration is an 1809 engraving of a 1773 A.D. original by William Blake, known as Joseph of Arimathea, Among the Rocks of Albion. Blake was the author of a famous poem 
which promotes the Joseph in England narrative. The collect for the Feast of St. Joseph of Arimathea is from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. The illustration is the detail of the head of Joseph of Arimathea, shown earlier from Pietro Perugino's Lamentations Over the Dead Christ. Merciful God, by whose servant Joseph, the body of our Lord and Savior, was committed to the grave with reverence and godly fear, grant we beseech thee to thy faithful people grace and courage to serve and love Jesus with unfeigned devotion all the days of their life through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 19 in the Lives of the Saints, a second series. Next time in episode 20, I celebrate the life of St. Augustine of Hippo, whose feast day is August 28th. Episodes of all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel, the full URL address for which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c, the letter c, slash St. John C, with c as a letter, saint spelled out. Please be sure to include the s after http and also through the episode links at our newly redesigned website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. At that site, the digital library link gives access to our seasonal videos and other videos. The Bible study link similarly connects you to our two existing Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels and Revelation. The podcast homilies link gives access to our extensive archive of MP3 podcast homilies. The two virtual bookstore links found at the bottom center of the home page provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this internet ministry. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC. Next, Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.